the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Coming mainly cloudy tonight with a low of 22. Tomorrow will be cloudy, high on Wednesday, 43. Then we'll have periods of rain on Thursday with a high of 41. Very windy Friday, a little snow at times, and a high of 15, but temperatures falling into the single digits. I'm Holly Holdren on 98.9 FM, The Answer. Before you list with someone else, call Ross Realtors. Do you have a property and an estate you need to sell? Hi, this is Ross. Well, the Alice in Wonderland presidency of uh, Joe Biden through the looking glass, the uh, upside down kingdom. Whatever they say is true is false and whatever they say is false is true. We'll give you more details on that as it concerns our southern border and the FBI. Uh, having Twitter at its beck and call prior prior to Elon Musk being in charge of it. But there is, uh, well, good news and bad news on the crime front locally here in Columbus. The suspect in three murders, David Johnson III, has been charged with the murder of the 21-year-old expectant father, Andrew Combs. Uh, this happened less than a week ago at a Sunoco station on West Broad Street. Uh, David Johnson III was supposed to be in prison, though he could not do these kinds of things that he had done, according to charges, twice before. Uh, he was a drug dealer whose one-year-old son died from either fentanyl ingestion or fentanyl exposure. And then Mr. Johnson was, that was Mr. Johnson's second alleged murder. Uh, the other traced to April of last year, where he killed a man and shot his own mother in a home 500 feet from the gas station where uh, Mr. Combs tried to intervene as a good Samaritan and stop Mr. Johnson and two gun-wielding associates from robbing and uh, assaulting Mr. Combs' friend. Now, why was Mr. Johnson the uh, now thrice accused a murderer out of jail because there was a clerical error once a judge changed his bail from one designation to another and he walked out of the Franklin County Jail a free man and was re-engaged in murdering someone about a week later maybe two weeks later so that's one incident Uh, last night we had an 18 year old become the city's 135th homicide. Henrik Lopez, found by the Columbus Division of Police around 8.30 p.m., West Broad and Wilson Road. That's not That's not what, it's a bad area now because the guy was murdered there. Didn't used to be a bad area. I used to frequent that area because that's where Schottenstein's was on the west side, right? In that big shopping center. It's right there at that intersection. That's fairly close to the Hollywood Casino. A lot of people go there. Remember the halcyon days of Westland Mall? Back in the day, a murder at West Broad and Wilson Road on December the 19th? 
would have been unthinkable. But in no area of our city of Columbus anymore is any murder or any criminal activity unthinkable. It is a very real and present possibility. No matter where you are in the city of Columbus, it might be different in the suburbs, although it's a matter of time before it makes its way out there. Because after all, people in suburbs drive nice cars. And we certainly know that our juveniles in Columbus love stealing cars. And why wouldn't they? They don't have to stay in prison for doing it. And speaking of stealing cars, apparently at this hour, authorities are still looking for the 23-year-old woman who is believed to have stolen a car in the uh, near vicinity of downtown last night at 9.45 p.m. Her name, 24-year-old Nala Jackson. She's being identified as a person of interest in the theft of a Honda Accord, which contained two twin boys, five months old, one of whom was found at 4.37 a.m. this morning, about mm, five, six hours later. About, nah, about seven hours later, at the Dayton Airport. That's a good 60 miles plus from where this kidnapping took place. So how do they know 24-year-old Nala Jackson is a person of interest? Because she was in the Donato's Pizza a few moments before, and because, of course, police recognized her from the store video as someone who they have arrested multiple times for stealing cars which were left running because, unfortunately, a lot of people still believe that you can leave your car running in Columbus, Ohio, and it won't be stolen. It likely will be stolen if you leave it running anywhere in a fairly well-populated area. And I hate to say it, but the mom that left the twins in the car will probably face child endangering charges as well. Probably so. I just feel horrible for her and the husband. Apparently there is a husband, or at least there's a father involved, because they both went to the Dayton airport this morning to uh, retrieve the one twin boy that was found. So continue to hope and pray Mm -hmm. that the other boy is found safely. But you wonder if the one child was found in their car seat in the parking lot of the Dayton airport, not in the car, but in their car seat. They did not say the car was recovered, so clearly they, like, took the kid to the airport and dropped, like, they undid undid the seat and put the kid, like, apparently on the pavement because a passerby found the child crying. Man, they find this woman. Um, she's going to have some serious charges against her and should. I mean, who knows? She might spend a night in jail, according to... The stiff policies of Zach Klein and Mayor Andrew Ginther here in town. I mean, she might get maybe two nights in jail for that because she did take two children, one night for each child. It's apparently what we can expect in the way that the city of Columbus adjudicates justice and consequences for criminal behavior. Now, just to flesh out my assertion at the top of the hour that If the Democrats tell you something is true, it's false. And if they tell you it's false, it is true. Uh, We have a major situation. (laughs) I won't say brewing because it's been brewing. I will say boiling over at our southern border where one of the policies that Donald Trump used 
to police the southern border was, hey, we got a pandemic. Anything on the books that we can use to keep people out of our country because they might be bringing more of the pandemic into our country? Oh, hey, here's this thing on the books, Title 42. Let's use that. Okay, great. So they did. I'm for anything that would help us keep people from crossing our southern border illegally or any border illegally. Well, now, of course, the pandemic is over, even though you will never get Anthony Fauci to say that. But the the pandemic is over, and so the use of Title 42, which is the prohibition against coming across the border at a time of a pandemic, Title 42 is in the crosshairs to go away. Joe Biden wants it to go away. If you don't believe me, here is candidate Joe Biden, apparently pepped up on something, Twitter, uh, 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 Mountain Dew and Skittles or something, in April, no, yeah, in April of 2019 Democratic presidential debate, here's Joe Biden making very clear uh, what he wants to happen at the southern border. To eliminate that policy. Oh, this is, Um, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have this in my system wrong. This is Joe Biden last April about Title 42. So this is April of 2022, eight months ago, Joe Biden saying what he wants to happen to Title 42. We had proposed to eliminate that policy uh, by the end of May. The court has said we can't so far. And what the court says we're going to do, the court could come along and say we cannot do that. Okay, so the court did yesterday come along and say you can't end Title 42. It's supposed to go away as of tomorrow. The Supreme Court, John Roberts, stayed for one day the eradication of Title 42. So Roberts made this ruling yesterday afternoon in advance of Corinne Jean-Pierre's reading recitation at the White House where she gets her big briefing book out and recites all the answers that somebody else has written for her because she's too much of an imbecile to have an original thought in her head about current events. But she is gay and black, so there's that. Here's Corinne Jean-Pierre when asked a simple question. You're the presidential spokesperson. How about you speak for what the president wants to happen with the court and Title 42? Is the administration in some way... Uh, hoping that the court will intervene and extend Title 42 uh, to to help you all out of the situation that is brewing at the border. So, look, I'm not going to get into any legal determinations or speculations or, um, you know, jump, get ahead of the process here. So she won't give an answer. The reporter didn't ask her that. No, her boss gave the answer eight months ago. Everybody knows the Biden administration wants Title 42 to go away because everybody knows They want the border open, even though yesterday, of course, Corinne Jean-Pierre was spouting the lie. Well, the double lie. I mean, if you're going to lie once, you might as well lie twice. Number one, that no, 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 the border is closed. It's closed. Now, this is such a blatant lie that the border is closed. And it is also the latest lie from the Democratic Party is that the only people who think the border is open are migrants who are listening to Republicans. I will disprove that with comments from a Democratic presidential debate next on The Bruce Hooley Show. 
So we await to see what will happen with the Supreme Court and the stay of one day denying the implementation, the, uh, the, uh, the cancellation of Title 42. The border is a mess. I used to think that if we had pictures from the border that showed the degree of human suffering and degradation, that it would move the nation to require the Biden administration to do something to secure our southern border. Those of you who are Vietnam War area uh, era people, the photograph of the naked little girl uh, burned by chemical warfare was a game changer in the public opinion regarding the war. One picture. It was worth more than a thousand words. But I lost hope that the border could give us that same kind of phenomenon when I lost track. How many people? 50 plus people were fried to death in the back of a semi tractor trailer that was abandoned near San Antonio. Because as much as Bill Malusian does with his drone footage at the border, and as much as Fox has stayed on this particular issue, and as much as you know regarding drugs and fentanyl that comes across the border and the deaths that result in our country from fentanyl poisoning related to the opioid crisis, as much as you know that, the major networks are not reporting on it, not showing any pictures of it, because they have become cheerleaders for the Biden administration. Any bad news about the Biden administration is not reported. And any news reported on Fox is seen as partisan news because, well, Fox is conservative. So I don't have hope anymore that a photograph or a news event will occur. I think people cognitively know. I heard a stat the other day that like 60% of women and girls who make the trip across the southern border have been, 60% have been raped or sexually molested on their way to cross the border. Where is the party of Believe All Women? Where is the party of Me Too? Where is the party of War on Women? Well, that's a degree of care related to will our investment in those movements disadvantage the Biden administration? If so, we're not going to report it, talk about it, or highlight it. Instead, we're going to do the work of the Biden administration, and we're going to say that now the reason why people are coming across the border is because Republicans continue to say that the border is open. That's why. If Ron DeSantis would stop saying the border is open, if Donald Trump and Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, if they would just stop saying that the border is open— Well, then the Mexican cartels would not know that the border is open and people would stop coming. That is the latest feckless, inane lie from the Democrats about the border. You heard Martha Raddatz on this show yesterday, ABC World News. She goes to the border. She's interviewing Greg Abbott. And she's like, I never heard Joe Biden say that people should come across the border. I've never heard him say that. I heard you say it. I've heard Ron DeSantis say it. I've heard Donald Trump say it. Well, Martha, I guess I have much vaster resources here uh, at 98.9 and 94.5 than you have at ABC News. 
because this is what I found from a Democratic presidential debate on September the 12th, 2019. Maybe, Martha, you will recognize this voice as Joe Biden's. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. Hmm. Maybe you should email that to her. Maybe I should. I transcribed it for her and put it on my Twitter. Yes, this is what uh, Joe Biden said. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, that we immediately surge to the border. All these people seeking asylum, they deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says, if you want to flee, you should flee. And you're fleeing oppression, you should come. Maybe that's why people come to the border and say that they come because Joe Biden is president. And they come thanking Joe Biden. For allowing them to come. Now, uh, if you listen to Karine Jean-Pierre, my apologies if you do, because you will be stupider for it, or you will be outraged like I am every day, uh, she will assure you that they are doing the work. Oh, yes, the Democrats are big on doing the work. So what is proof that they have done the work? Well, he named, Joe Biden did, his vice president, Kamala Harris, the border czar. She's going to get to the bottom of the reason why people are surging to the border. Remember that? I remember that. We're going to put Vice President Harris in charge, and she's going to get to the bottom of this. Okay, great. Well, has uh, Kamala Harris been to the border? Despite her assertion to Lester Holt of NBC News that she has been to the border, she has not. So yesterday, uh, someone asked Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, what is Kamala Harris doing? in her role as border czar. And Corinne Jean-Pierre said, (laughs) I don't have anything to lay out specifically on what that work looks like. They are doing the work. They just can't tell you what the work looks like. Well, here's what the schedule of Kamala Harris looks like, because they put the schedule out to the press. The last public appearance she made in which she discussed immigration was on June 15th, June 15th, six months ago. She has not discussed immigration at any of her public appearances since June the 15th. She has had in her two years as vice president, 20 scheduled events where immigration was listed as a topic. Only three, only three have occurred since August 5th, 2021. Three in a year and what? Five months? Four months? A year and four months? Three events regarding immigration she has addressed in a year and four months as borders are. Sad. But they're doing the work. What is the work? Well, we can't really say what the work is. I would want to know what the local officials say as far as any dollars that are sent to them to take care of these people. Well, that's what they want. They want more money. We want more uh-huh. money to build more soft side hotels for the miners. Yeah. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.